Today, I talked to Melinda. She is a wonderful woman here in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. She is with The Hive, a co-working space on 4th Street. You need to go check it out. She's empowering women, doing some great things in our community. We talk about chasing your dreams to really go outside your comfort zone. So enjoy the episode. Welcome to Keeping Tabs. I'm Tab the Croc, and every Monday, I talk to someone here in North Idaho, the goal to connect more people in the Coeur d'Alene area. And then every Friday, I talk to someone outside the community to bring in a new perspective and to learn a little bit about yourself. I have Melinda with me today, and I'm so excited. I've been wanting to chat with you for a very long time. I've actually wanted to just like I've met you, but I, it's not been like where you actually get to meet somebody. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we've kind of like been in passing. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of mutual connections. So if you are from the Coeur d'Alene area, you should know this woman. Um, if you've not heard of the hive, this is a co-working space. They're doing some great things in the Coeur d'Alene community. I'm excited to learn some more things about you and the hive and like what you do. So first of all, tell us about you. Tell us what you're doing, what you're up to. Um, and thank you. Yay. So my name's Melinda Cadwallader. It's a really long name. So we call ourselves the caddies. That's just how it goes. <laughs> um, but my husband, if you're a caddy, are you a golfer? No. <laughs> but it's funny because when my husband and I met on, um, back when it was match.com, so his name was something caddy and I thought he was a golfer. So <laughs> I was like, oh, interesting. And then he wasn't. So he's like, no, it's just short for our very long name, Cadwallader. So very strange. I love that. But yeah, so, <laughs> so um, my husband's a chiropractor and he lives um, in the, he lives with me. Oh my gosh. Let me just start with <laughs> Um, he works downtown also. <laughs> I love this. Oh, good. Um, yeah, so we both work downtown. Our kids go to Brian. We're just kind of, we love the downtown energy. That's just our jam. So um, yeah, we just opened the hive about a month ago and it's, it's interesting because we started it as like, yeah, just this co-working space. And I feel like it's kind of morphed and changed into something a little bit more boutique and niche and creative. And I feel like it's kind of more in line with who I am even more. Like, so it feels really good. It feels good. <laughs> so, I mean, if someone's listening and they don't really know what a co-working space is, what is like a co-working space? So if you think about doing work or doing homework or getting a book and reading and going to a coffee shop, it's the same thing, but without the coffee shop. So you don't get the noise, you don't get the high traffic or distraction. Um, the kids, like I love my kids, but if I'm going to go somewhere and do some work, I'm not, I really don't want to, you know. <laughs> So it's just a place to work remotely. Um, I think with it being kind of a gig economy too, some people are going to work and then they're also pursuing something on the side. So this is a space where you can kind of focus and do the things you need to do for that. Um, whether it's 
digitally or writing things out, or if you're an artist or some kind of creative entrepreneur in some way, we just have little spaces and nooks to pursue that. So like a drafting table, um, an easel, a little photography corner, a podcasting room for audiovisual stuff, or little meeting areas for consults. Um, we have a couple people who do life coaching or nutritional coaching. So they just meet their clients here instead of um, another place in town, like a food place or something. So it's just kind of nice. It's just your little home away from home. And if you don't have space for an office at your home, or maybe you're just starting out and you can't afford an office space because they're expensive. So it's just a space to get started where you can refer clients and, and start somewhere. Yeah. And also like I have an office for my job, but I also have my home space and then like I have a coffee yeah. shop, but I also like, if I go to a place like this, I get more done because I go there for the yeah. purpose and I go there because I want to get things done. So I think there's a whole different realm. Like you have an office of this, but it's also like, if you want to read, if you want to listen to a podcast, if you want to like get, like you said, a drafting table, you want to actually get work done. This is the perfect thing. And I yeah. love that we're having more of those in the Coeur community. Yes. And I love that our space has room for pop-ups or little small intimate events. So if the work that you're doing, you know, if you want to teach a workshop based on the work that you do, or if you want to throw an event that has to do with launching the thing, you could rent the space too. So you can kind of work different ways out of the space. It's just really, it's kind of multi-purpose. I love that. And, and do you also, I think you have a podcast as well. Yeah, so we started um, because, you know, we really launched this about a year and a half ago (laughs) before COVID. I was going to go into the whole story of like, you guys launched this and then stuff happened and then COVID happened and then stuff happened and then COVID, you know. Yeah, kind of just one thing after another. But um, so a lot of this has been underground and it's just been working and pining away and collecting furniture and painting things and kind of designing our aesthetic this whole time. Um, So it's taken a long time. So to keep us moving, at least feeling like something's happening when nothing's happening, um, we started a podcast called Core de Femme. Um, And really it, it was from the the small group of girls, I have about five young women in their early 20s, and we meet regularly, we talk about the creative things they're doing and how I can help propel them forward. And we just started having these dialogues that were perspectives of living here and and operating out of this area as a young femme and the different challenges. So we just decided to launch a podcast and just start talking about those things and kind of tie it to the hive um, because it's for women, advancing women. And it's just kind of rolled out from there. And I love that. And so let's go back to like the point where you were like, all right, you have a dream, you have this team, you're ready to go. And then stuff changes and then COVID hits. Like, how did you navigate through all of this like craziness? (laughs) Right. I don't know. (laughs) Um, Really good wine and an occasional margarita. Like now I just felt like, you know, I'm also in school full-time. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers to that. (laughs) I'm also in school full-time. So that was another piece that was rolling along. And at least that was another element where I felt like at least I'm moving forward in the things I'm doing in my life and um, my, 
our, our other practice was doing well. So I was able to be home with the kids because we pulled them out of school. So I really, you know, in those different seasons, you just kind of have to balance what you have. And that's what we did. So every week it was like, okay, they finished this one little segment of the build out. So what can we do in this tiny little square footage area of the space to at least have this feeling that we're moving forward. Um, and then balancing that with the kids homework and then different hours with my husband's work and then school. So we just kind of stayed afloat for about a year <laughs> doing different things and trying to trying to stay sane. Yeah. I love that. Like just staying afloat. We're all just like out here swimming and just like, we're just chilling and just floating and just seeing what's next. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So you are from the Coeur area. I don't know if it's originally, but like you and you guys have a business here. You have multiple business there. And I actually have gone to the, um, the space that you've been there at your at now. And uh, I went there like shopping when it was, what was their business there before? Willow. I think it was called yeah. Willow. I have some really cute spring dresses from Willow. And then you guys came and I was like, this is a cool little space. And it's on 4th Street. I love if you're listening to this and you're like in the core lane, like Midtown is kind of like really cool with the restaurants and like the shopping and now the hive, yeah. and like it's kind of just cool and fun. Yeah. I feel like this whole strip is just starting to bustle. And I mean, a block, a block South, there's like CrossFit and wellness bar, a block North of us is, um, Pier bar and and then right up the road there is you know all the midtown stuff so it feels like there's something new happening in this part of town which is fun I, and I've driven past this space for a long time I love it and I think it's exactly exactly it's, you're like in the middle you're like in the best of both worlds and you're also not in the downtown like crazy where it's not especially like tourist seasons coming so it's really crazy. <laughs> Yeah. And actually on our corner of fourth and Indiana, that is the cutoff for like the two hour parking. Oh. So, so the guy in his little parking car, he drives up fourth and he's tagging everyone. And then he turns the corner and he doesn't see any of our cars. So I'm like, Hey, <laughs> so if you're getting a membership in the hive or you're going to the hive, you don't have to pay for parking. If you're parking at the right side. Right. Right. <laughs> But also the parking garage is only a block away too. So that's, and it's, it like works. Empty. Like it there's works. no one in it. Like it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, like I was saying, you're yeah. in living in the Coeur area, chiropractic, like now the hive, all this stuff. So what is your go-to favorite restaurant in the Coeur d'Alene area? Ooh, well, we actually live a block away from Capone's in Midtown. So we're just there all the time. <laughs> Watching a game, having a beer, or if like we put the kids to bed because they're older. I mean, they're middle schooly, you know, they're not babies. <laughs> we don't run off when they go to sleep, but you know, we tuck them in or whatever. And then we go and have a drink across the street. And that's, that's our little spot. And they know us and we're just comfortable there. That's our favorite. I love that. So a few other fun questions. So um, obviously you've kind of like, you've been, you've, your husband's a chiropractor, right? And like you guys have business and you've done other stuff, you've got the hive. What is a life lesson 
through all of the business and like being a like mother, wife, business owner, what's like the life lesson you've learned the hard way? Um, I think it's just settling into the season that you're in and not trying to force something that is not wanting to move or be flexible. I think that's it. Flexibility, really. Um, I was actually, when we lived in Denver, I was getting on an airplane and I was um, flying to another school to, my career had kind of taken off a little bit. And so I was getting on an airplane and he was sending me to another school to help train their people. And that was like the highest level I had been in my career. So I felt like, oh my gosh, things are happening. And, and our daughter got cancer. So we had gotten the phone call when I was at the airport saying they just diagnosed her with cancer and she's 10 years old. And that was like, my whole career was like sidelined. Like I just decided in that moment, okay, I'm going home. I'm not getting on this airplane and I'm actually not even going back to my job. You know, this thing that I had worked so hard for. And so shifting seasons to be home with my kids after being like in a hustle mode for years and having it actually lead me somewhere. It was, it was so difficult, but I had to kind of just shift gears and say, okay, now I had my full day timer from my job and I'm bringing it, putting it on my kitchen counter because we're going to have some, some organization around here, you know? And then the same thing moving here, it was like, okay, what am I doing this week? I started working at T Blue when we first moved here. And so that was a different shift of experience. Um, our kids went to a different school and then our business was just getting started. So with every new season, it was just being flexible. What can we do? Can we do it our way? If not, let's stay as long as we can, but you know, just being flexible in wherever we're at. I love that. And I think that's like a, a great point to anyone is like, I think especially as women and like as mothers, business owners, they're like, it has to be this way. We have to do this, 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 and this. Yeah. But when life kind of gives you something else, you're kind of like, you know, you have to be flexible. Things are going to change. Whether you're dealing with a kid with cancer, whether you're dealing with a job change, whether you got fired, whether you got like a new opportunity, things are going to change. And uh, especially during COVID where people are like losing their jobs or getting a new job or things are changing. It's a great Yeah. Thing. Be more flexible. Yeah. There was definitely a moment where I realized I never wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. And so to leave my career was like I was leaving the love of my life, you know? And so I really had to do some work on myself to tr find ways to love it. Not that I didn't love my kids. I was just ambitious, you know? And so to have to shift my mind of, I'm going to love this. I'm going to love this season so much. And so we made a garden and I started cooking things from scratch and black bean brownies, weird stuff like that, like just doing stuff. And I found to love it. And I found a new place of myself in there to be creative and be resourceful and have that time of just stepping away from the things that I was pursuing and just being fully present in that season. Oh. And then I loved it. And then, and then at the right time, it's like, okay, it's time to go bye-bye. <laughs> and now we're done. <laughs> and now. <laughs> uh, yeah. Love that. yeah. 
I really love about you. So I've been following you for a while. Um, like we said, we've like connected, but not really connected, which we, after this, we're either going to go have some wine or some coffee and actually really connect. Um, mm -hmm. And you really, I love that you're inspiring other women, business owners, business leaders, or just these women out in the community. Um, if you had a billboard and you could put it in downtown Coeur d'Alene, what would your billboard either have or say on it? It would say probably just two words, chase it. Mm. And that it can be someone, because I chased my husband, I chased him. I, I wanted to be with him and I chased him. I wanted to have different things in my career. I wanted to have to move into a new position in my roles along my journey. And so I chased it. I went after it and not in some aggressive way that left me all, you know, haggard, but I definitely pursued it. My intention was to, to have it and to hold it as long as I could. And so I think that's just an important aspect of ambition is identifying those things that make us light up and, and what makes us wake up in the morning and want to keep going and then chase it, like invest into it, understand why it is how it is for you and maybe what can you do each day to really tap into it and get some of that feeling that you need with that. So whatever it is, just chase it. You know, I hear a lot of people who are single too, like, I want to be married and I want to have all this. And we're just like, chase it. <laughs> so go after that. Like set yourself up to be the person who's looking for you. Like that's just chase it. It's just too, life is just too short to, to want things and not go after them. That's, that's interesting. Cause I just had posted on my Instagram, something very similar. Like we sit there and we're like, it's not the right time or the timing's off or, you know, I'm going to wait for this. I'm like, but why, why are you waiting? Like, we don't know what happens going tomorrow. Like what's happening tomorrow. We don't know what's going to happen in two weeks. We don't know any of it. And so why not do it just yeah. now? Like, why don't like go on that trip, meet the people, like explore, like, why not? Yeah. Yeah. Because sometimes in the chase of it all, you, you find yourself with different opportunities or different interests, or you're finding that that's not really it anymore, but you'll never know that unless you chase it. So, and it, so it's not even about it sometimes. It's just the movement. It's the progress. It's the journey. That is, that is the learning. Yeah. And I like that, yeah. like chase it, like that's that you want it to be there and you want this, but something along the way for chasing it might interrupt it and be like, no, this is better. Yeah. Yeah. So another fun question I want to ask you is if you could have dinner okay. with anyone dead or alive, who would it be and why? If I could have dinner, uh, definitely Meryl Streep. <laughs> I just love one. her. That is a good one. I love her. Like she's, she's, my mother, grandmother, my aunt, like she's all of that. She's just amazing. Like I can see that, like, but I'm also kind of jealous. That's a great <laughs> one to pick. Yeah. I did just watch um, The Post 
It was a movie from 2017 with her and Tom Hanks about the Washington Post and Watergate and things like that. And oh, I got re-inspired about her. I just love her. (laughs) And she's so good. She's so inspiring. And she's just like a badass. Let's be honest here. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's a queen. She's a queen. So (laughs) I'm going to ask the question that we've all like dealt with, but how has COVID affected you and your family or your business? Um, well, for my husband's business, we, we went down to two, two days a week or three days a week. And, you know, he works with people in very close proximity. So just masked up every day, made people do it, even though they didn't want to do it. <laughs> they didn't want to do it, but that was kind of where we're at. Cause we were at a one income family too. So we weren't going to jeopardize anything like that. And I think just from having our season of living in a hospital, like when they tell you, okay, this is flu season on the cancer floor, we all wear masks. No one argues that. Like no one says, hey, well, I don't know about that. That's just a violation. No, like everyone on the floor of the oncology children's hospital was like, you bet. No questions asked, we'll do it. So we've already had that experience where we're just like, sure, it's not a big deal. We just, whatever, you know? So it was just a strange time with the kids being home again. Our house got real small, real quick, (laughs) like just a lot of people. So to try to do homework and all that, I think the thing that really saved me honestly was um, going to Pure Bar. That was like my new my new jam of working out like four days a week. It was my time for me. And I worked out different fears and worries and aggression and all of these things. And it was such a healthy time for my mind that by the time I got home, I was ready to just be present in the day. (laughs) I don't know what I would have done without, without them. (laughs) Have you done cycle bar? Um, you mean psycho bar? No, <laughs> I did it once. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> I know. No, actually they, they tricked us. Oh my gosh. It's just too much for me. They tricked us one time. I went into class and they actually had like 10 bikes at pier bar. I'm like, what? <laughs> no. So we did one class. And I was, I'm the person who's like, my legs are flying, but my feet are still attached. I don't like that. It's like, I feel trapped. I feel like a ferret, like <laughs> I'm locked into a machine. Like, no, it doesn't work for me. <laughs> I love that. Cause I'm like, pure but I, love, I love pure bar though. I love pure bar. And I was like, I get a whole different workout when Jamie Cox works me out. And I'm like, oh, oh. everything burns a different way. Cause we're both runner friends. And I'm like, Oh, this is a whole different thing. Oh, okay. I go to stretch lab and I'm like, oh, this is great. And then I go to, to cycle bar and this is my jam. I'm like, let's scream, let's sing, let's dance, lights off. I'm <laughs> psycho, psycho. That's so great. <laughs> I think that's the most important thing though. You have to find your jam. You have to find it. Otherwise, any kind of activity, staying active, fitness, it's going to be a chore and a bore. And if that's how it is, you're not going to go. It's not going to become part of your life. It's going to be just this thing you dread. So I I just tell people like, 
find something that excites you, whether it's kayaking or paddleboarding or running, which that ain't my thing either, but find it. And you know, <laughs> so you're like a freaking badass and you're just doing some great things. And I think it's amazing. I was really excited to talk to you. What keeps you like motivated to do what you're doing? I just, honestly, I have, I married my best friend and he is my biggest cheerleader. And whenever I think I can't do something, he reminds me that I can. And I mean, we both have a faith. So that's something that keeps us really entwined together and moving forward together. But honestly, like, yeah, to have that one person in your life who is just cheering you on and our communication over the years has just developed so much that we we can speak anything we can even speak here's the story i'm telling myself right now even though we know it's bullshit we're just going to say it so it leaves our body physically you know like to get that thinking out of us all the time so we share those things with each other and we just keep keep cheering each other on and giving each other new perspectives or ideas to try if we're stuck and I've just never had that before. And we've been married like 16, 15, 16 years this summer. And I, I, it's still like, we're still newlyweds because it's, there's always something new to discuss and to shift in our businesses or to try something new or, or realize things or actualize them. Like it's, there's just always something new. And we're just such adventurers in life that everything is an adventure, even if it's uncomfortable or a challenge or uncertain, we just turn it into an adventure. And like, how can we have fun in this? How can we learn something in this? And that's just how we live. So that's, that's the ticket for me. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And I, I just, I'm like newly engaged. So I'm like, Oh, yes. Congratulations. I'm always like, what's the key to happy marriage. I want to hear this from like successful marriages. Besides investing into really great sex all the time. <laughs> I'm telling you, like, if you're not in continuing to invest in that area, like you are missing out because love that. human body is amazing. <laughs> There's so much we don't know. There's still so much we don't know about the capabilities of the human body. So uh, we are here for that. <laughs> I told you I'm having a margarita. So you're right in my alley. Hey. <laughs> So if and I think, and I think we should be talking about it more often. Like that's it's not a right Everyone's like, Ooh, let's not talk about the S word or talk about intimacy. Let's just pretend that mm -hmm. marriage is like boring. No, I agree with you. Like, let's talk about the good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it all takes work. <laughs> Even the communication Some work is funner than the other. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> So if someone's listening and they want to connect with you or want to get involved with the hive or just like meet you, what is the best way to connect with you? Um, probably just a, a DM on Instagram. I think that's where I get the most connection. Um, just because that's my jam and I, I love visual creative arts. And so I get messages from people and I will always respond to you. 
and feel you out, whatever you're comfortable with. Um, I'm also here nine to three, Monday through Thursday. So if you ever just want to pop in and have a chat or you can email me, like I'm, I'm just so open. I'm, I'm at the season of my life where I just want to be available. And I feel like I've achieved some really great things in my life. And I'm so content in my relationships and in my work that I just want to be a resource for other people and propelling, propelling them forward. So however I can do that for anyone, I'm just available. So slide yeah. into your DMs is what you're saying. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I love that. Well, I'm an Instagram. I love Instagram. I love TikTok. I love it all. I'm like, there's just so much cool, like creativity. And actually, I don't know about you, but I, I you know what I want in Coeur d'Alene is what? Vegas this weekend is they have this really cool, like, selfie booth like area so they have these all these little selfie spots where you can do like selfies with a different neon sign and backdrops and stuff and I was like we need this because there would be so much good content from a selfie so like yeah like, all these cool things that's what I want yes <laughs> totally that would be really great you should actually that would be really do it at the live because I'm re- I need to come in and see your spot that like your aesthetic you and beauty and like everything in there girl it's beautiful and it's fun there it's it kind of has that element where you could pick a corner of any room and just find a a unique way to capture it Mm -hmm. love it I absolutely love it so we've talked about only a little bit because I hate it but like the COVID situation if anybody I want you to like leave me with like a positive piece of advice so people are going through COVID whether it's financially emotionally especially like I I've dealt with it like the anxiety piece or like the mental piece. If someone's listening, what is one piece of like positive advice you would give someone going through like a rough time right now? Um, that everything is temporal. Every ground that you're standing on is temporal. It's, it's kind of like if you're in a plank for 20 seconds and at that last five seconds, you're like, I'm going to have to go down to my knees. I can't do this. And then if you just hold out, you usually can. And then after that 20 seconds, you're like, okay, I, I did that. Okay. I did that. So I think that's just the reminder. Everything is temporal. It's not forever. It's not fixed. It's not static. It's fluid. So however long you can hang out in something do, but always leave when you know it's right for you and don't ever let it compare. Um, don't compare your choices to somebody else's because they're coming from such diverse experiences. So you have to just do you and do what's best for you because you're the only one who knows what's best for you. I love that because I mean, I'm guilty of it as much as I, I don't care what people think or do this, but it's also you compare yourself and as much as you put yourself on social media and stuff, you compare yourself to everything and everyone and like you should be here in life at this point you should be doing this and not this but it is it's just like whatever is good for you like you need to stop comparing yourself or not like it's everything's temporary like it you just gotta do what's best for you yeah and when I you know I actually started college at 40 I was I had a vocational license for about 20 years and that's where I was in my career but 
I went to college at 40 and I had so many people saying, oh, you went back to college. And I was even saying it like, oh, I went back. No, I'm going. That This is where I'm at. This is my journey and I'm going. So it's not a back. It's not like, oh, it should have been done then. No, I, would, I wouldn't have done it right then, back then. So this is what is right for me. So I'm just doing it. So reframing language, I think, is important. Finding the words that keep you present and sure in what you're doing right now. Yeah. Changing your language. Yeah. I wasted a lot less money if I would have done what you did. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, I graduated. Let's go to college. I'm like, oh, but I had no clue what I was going to do. I'm like, I'm going to be a teacher. I'm going to do this. No, probably if I would have waited a few years, I probably would have been like, oh, now I'm right in the brain and let's, let's go on to college. Right, right. Well, thank you so very much for joining me today. I'm so excited. I'm coming in uh, next week to come look at the place and check it out. And you're just beautiful and beautiful, and I love your hair. Oh, thank you. You're it's like a um, like a chia pet, you know. I just usually take scissors to it every couple days. Like, what's this? Bon, it's a bonsai tree. It's a project. It's beautiful <laughs> and you're wonderful inside and out. Keep changing the world, inspiring other women, and just doing doing big things in our community. Thank you. To- Thanks for listening to Keeping Tabs. If you like what you heard, make sure you subscribe to my YouTube, Spotify, or iTunes to listen to all the great interviews. Keeping Tabs is all about people, telling the story of some amazing people we have in our community and across the world. So make sure you subscribe, like, and follow along.